Hello. Welcome to episode seven of Nobody Should Listen to This with Jimmy Truslax. I am Jimmy Truslax. Um, just really want to recap the last episode, which was at the time difficult for me to put out into the world. Um, but after doing it, like most things, it was an extreme relief. I just felt it leave my body, all the stress and all of the things I'm keeping inside and the fear of judgment, releasing it. And it was extremely therapeutic. It's why I'm doing this and just want to keep reminding myself that that's why you're doing it. You know, it might be hard or feel difficult, but it is important to release it out of your body. Felt very good. Not only that, but I did have a number of people reach out to me privately to discuss the episode and to show support and to just have that conversation of of nuance and understanding what's happening right now. Um, I'm not a virus denier. This certainly is something going on with this virus. It's not something we've seen before, according to some medical professionals. And then, so that's real. Um, but then you have this this disconnection with a, a mass amount of people that think getting a vaccine is going to keep them healthy. You know, it's just not what keeps you healthy. What keeps you healthy is, is feeding your body properly. What keeps you healthy is keeping a, a strong mental uh, breathing regimen, uh, understanding how your body feels. And that's this is what leads me to talk about what I experienced, my another personal experience I had right after I recorded the last episode, which was my wife and my daughter were out. I was home with my son. I was making him dinner. I was sitting him down to eat, and then I had to go into uh, a therapy session uh, shortly after I, f- I, I put the food on the table for him. So... I put the food on the table for him. He started to eat. I went upstairs to start my therapy session. And when I went upstairs, I heard a loud thud, a loud bang. And my body went into fight or flight. And it did that automatically because when Declan started to seize, every time I heard a bang in the house and I didn't see, I couldn't see him, I would assume he had a seizure and has now fallen and hurt himself. So my body reacts, it goes into survival mode, it gets all jacked up and like, okay, what do we gotta do to to figure out what's going on with the situation and make sure he is okay. So I have this automatic, automatic adrenaline fight or flight response to noises that I can't see and I don't know what's going on. So I've been doing this for eight years since he started to have seizures and not a, I haven't understood like what was going on with my body until now. So I was upstairs. I heard a thud. I felt my body go into fight or flight. 
I called out to Declan to see if he was okay. He said, I'm just moving my chair in, Dad. So it was nothing. But my body went into like, you are going to die if you don't figure this out. That's how my body felt. The adrenaline that rushed through my body. The I got really emotional. I got, um, and, I, and I witnessed it happen. That was a huge moment. I was aware of what was happening inside my body that was making me feel this way. And just having that awareness really softened and allowed me to breathe my way through that. Once I knew he was okay, I was able to notice, okay, and I talked to myself. I said, okay, hey, listen, man, this is... Everything's okay. He's fine. You don't need to spend the rest of the day in this mode where you're just looking for reasons to justify why you feel so scared and fearful. <laughs> so, but I've been doing this for eight years. I've, I don't know how many times I've been triggered by a loud noise where I just turned into automatic fight or flight. And then I found reasons to justify why I felt that way instead of noticing that there's no threat and that you can now just breathe and know that you're going to be okay. And then that changes everything. That ch- it just softens everything all day. It softens all your interactions. Softens, allows you to be compassionate. When you're in survival, you have no compassion. You are just trying to survive. Reminds me of something I heard about a deer in the pasture when it's eating and then you might have seen a nature show where you can see the deer gets alerted knows something's around it goes into fight or flight bing bang boom just like ears up eyes scanning feeling what's going on around them they go into fight or flight and then as soon as they feel like okay there's no threat boom they're back to grazing unlike human behavior where we will stay in that mode And justify why we feel like that by getting into fights and finding things that are wrong and becoming negative. So we can all learn from a grazing deer that once you realize you're not in danger, you can graze the fields again and relax. So huge moment for me, you know, just noticing how my body feels and then regulating it just by talking to myself. I don't need, you know, I don't need a pill or anything like that. I just need to talk to myself, tell myself everything's fine. There's no threat. Relax and breathe. Which, you know, is a good segue to another thing that I'm going to keep talking about because I feel like it is so important and it's something that I want to start I've already started at home but it's hard to get kids engaged and they don't really see the benefit but I know subconsciously they're picking up what I'm doing they see me doing my breathing practices and they I know it's rubbing off on them and I know their mirror neurons are going to pick that up and they're going to, when they need it, they'll know what to do. 
Um, but I'm going to keep reminding them how important it is. And, you know, how many people right now don't understand the importance of learning how to breathe consciously. Unconscious breathing, super easy. <laughs> we've, we've trained our brains to unconsciously breathe, no problem. Conscious breathing, where you're paying attention to it, has so many health benefits, so many mental illness benefits, so many, so many physical benefits that it really needs to be implemented in our education. Health, health has, has long been pushed aside for big corp profit. So all these things, all these products, all these, even the health and wellness business, it's really not promoting the right stuff because the problem is you can't patent breath. You know, you can't patent your breathing. It's, I mean, you could be a coach, I guess. I guess you could monetize it that way and coach people how to breathe and charge them how to do it. But it is free. You do not need to spend money to learn how to breathe. And if you ever want to talk to me about it, I am always available to talk about this. It's so important. And there's a lot of different techniques out there you can look up online. It's a free Google search away from learning how to do these all sorts of different breathing techniques depending on what you're looking to achieve. Um, personally, I just want to be okay. I want to, don't want to live my life in fight or flight, in fear, where scientifically proven drops your immune system, makes you susceptible to disease and illness. And what could be more important right now than having a healthy, robust immune system that can deal with foreign contaminants. Anyway, well, I felt good again. I wish I had a more regimented way of doing these episodes. It's kind of like, you know, sometimes I can do one a week and then it'll lag out and I'll have three weeks where I don't do one. It's kind of just like when I feel the need to say something, I come on here and do it. So, you know, I don't know how many people are listening. But if you if you are listening and you get frustrated with me not putting one out because you're excited to hear the next one, uh, just bear with me. Anywho, remember to breathe, folks. Remember to notice how your body feels. And remember that you have the power to regulate it on your own without any interference from anybody else. So thanks again for listening. And we'll see you next time.